0: Welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your
1: hosts, Shrek and Shopvak, also known as Terry and Zach.
0: Fantastic. All right, let's get this rolling. We are glad you're back. We're glad to, I guess we can't see you, but we're glad you're here with us today. And uh, it's episode, I think we're up 36 and we are flying. It's been a year we've been doing this. How does that feel, Zach? Good. Yeah. How does it, like, does, (laughs) do you find it's like flowing better or do you find... Like When we first started, there was like those moments where you're like, oh, what are we going to talk about this week? But it seems like that's gotten better, hasn't it?
1: No, we still do that every, every week. Oh,
0: It just seems like we, <laughs> we were like, oh, well, let's just talk about The Chosen and we'll we're add just, a few things on top.
1: We're just better now at picking something and
0: and going bashing
1: through it. Bashing through it? Putting an episode.
0: Smashing through it, put our heads down, <laughs> get through it. There's a little more thought to it than that. Mm-hmm. I know that. But right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, so, it, so it goes, so it goes. Uh, today we are happy to have a topic that is one that you're studying uh, in your home study group.
1: Studying is a bit of a heavy it's use a word there. Generosity,
0: but... generous term. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk today about hospitality. Mm-hmm. And you brought up this, uh, this topic of hospitality. I'm like, well, that's, that's a huge huge topic and a, a major theme in the Bible and in a Christian's life. And so it's like, okay, so w- what do you mean by hospitality? Like, well, you right must be there,
1: something... see, this is what, this is what, okay, here's going to be a thing of my <clears throat> discussion, I guess, is like, you just said it's a major theme in Christianity, um, the Bible and in our lives, but I, I feel like I haven't been told that. What? Really? I, like, I feel like I haven't. Been taught hospitality, huh? As far as like from a biblical standpoint, like I, I know it exists, and I know of like some stories that I can point to that'd be like, you know, good Samaritan things like that that like take care of people. But like I feel like the the idea of like <clears throat> the theme of hospitality and like all the different like ways that that can look and um your, your our role on both sides of it, um and then. How it is different in the Bible versus what that means in our culture. I don't think I've ever talked about any of that stuff before. Oh, really? So that's where I guess I'm going with this. Okay. I, like,
0: so, like, how are you defining hospitality? Like, why? What is yeah. shocking to you that you're like, oh, I actually have to define this now?
1: Right, because, <clears throat> like, I guess in my, like it's really easy to think of hospitality in our heads or culturally is like, I don't know hotels right like the hospitality first, industry a hospitality right industry yeah okay like, and that but, is what that's not hotels, what hotels and restaurants about. yeah like i i just that's not that's not hospitality in the bible that's on this theme that's not what we're talking about here we're not um, talking
0: about hotels and restaurants
1: no we're not talking about like i paid to stay in a room so i get the room <laughs> Okay. Like that's not. That's not hospitality. That's not that's,
0: hospitality. That's not the gift of hospitality. That's a business
1: and a service. Like, like you're just. That's not a. Yeah. Hey, we're
0: talking about something that shows up on some of the spiritual gifts listings that people will do. Like they'll do an inventory and they're like, "Oh, I have the gift of hospitality. <clears throat> Look yeah. at me."
1: So like, even the the like secular definition here that I have from Wikipedia is hospitality is a relationship <laughs> <clears throat> between a guest and a host wherein the guest the host receives the guest with some amount of goodwill including the reception of entertainment of guests um or, sorry including the reception and entertainment of guests visitors or strangers so in that definition alone i think we can exclude um the hospitality industry like restaurants and and hotels because Um, there's not really a relationship, first of all, that can be established between me and the hotel I'm staying in, um, beyond, I mean. Well, they,
0: they try and produce that through their marketing or follow up or rewards programs.
1: Over the years, you're talking to a real person less and less. Like uh, you barely have to talk to a real person to stay in a hotel these days. You can go to
0: Expedia and book your hotel and a car and
1: and meals. If you go to Airbnb, you don't have to ever talk to a person. Right? Right. Like you're just, you're just an app. Um, and then obviously the whole part of like some, some amount of goodwill. Well, it's not, there's no goodwill there. I'm paying for the service. Like it's just a business. There's nothing about.
0: <laughs> there is, there's no, there's grace, no, there's like... no interaction. There's no <laughs> human touch to it.
1: Yeah. Well, there's just, there's no goodwill. Like it's like, I'm so paying for product.
0: Friends that are in the recreation and hospitality studies. Yeah. Right, people that have, that we know of that have yeah. come through and have done this and are working at hotels and stuff. I wonder how they would respond to that conversation. Um,
1: I'm not. To, it's not to I, say that I, they're I, not no. nice hey, or if you're good listening, people. We or,
0: invite you to interrupt uh, okay. our conversations here, Inter- so, interact with our conversations.
1: It's not to say that there's not like that they're not nice and they they have good customer service, right? But like good customer service is part of a good business. It's not something that's like it's not goodwill. It's not like going going, it's just making you have a better business. Like it's not addition to or separate from like it's part of it. Okay. Um, do you know what I mean?
0: I do. I know what you mean, but you can see where they've come up with the hospitality industry idea that there is a relationship and it's, it's caring for a stranger or a guest.
1: What I'm getting at is that the hospitality theme in the Bible is very, very different than, than what, what we would, we see at a hotel. Yeah. There's way more to it than just like being nice somebody regardless of what they're dealing with and like up them with the room that they're paying for <laughs> right? um <clears throat> yeah and then obviously there's just part that says strangers there too which i think is part of it like um is the hotels would be guests not just strangers right like you're not just getting any not just letting anybody off the street come in like they have to who they are right you can't you use their washrooms unless
0: you're a paying guest <laughs> yeah yeah
1: well that but even just like you have to have like a credit card and an id to book a room like these things you have to be part of their like know, system. system for lack of a better word like yeah, yeah um so anyway i think that yeah i just haven't really ever had the conversation or heard it had that between the difference between cultural hospitality and biblical hospitality and I don't know that it's going to be easy to nail down what biblical hospitality is, because I think that the book that we're reading, she calls it radical, radically ordinary hospitality or something. I don't like the word, honestly, but um, okay. <laughs> it like you could go really far to one extreme, I think. So you're not do- you're now, doing. You can also go to like nothing. So like, there's really opposite ends of the spectrum in biblical hospitality, but like, w- maybe we can find something in the middle to talk about.
0: Okay. So you you are not you're doing a a book study that Mm -hmm. leads you into the Bible to try and look at the biblical view of what hospitality is. Yes, and you're banging up against this fact that our cultural definition of hospitality seems radically different.
1: It is yes, and not to mention in the book she the author seems to have a very radical, radical is the right word, but like extreme sense of what she thinks biblical hospitality is. And I'm not going to say it's wrong. It's just definitely not what 99% of us practice. So maybe we'll just like kind of bring that up and leave it there for people to figure out right or wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know, really know where to go from there. Maybe we need to figure out like, so how, how do we define you... biblical hospitality? Yeah,
0: Maybe that's the next question. What have you figured out is your definition of biblical hospitality? and and is it something that we are practicing at all?
2: Um. Yeah. <coughs>
1: so <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I forgot the book. I was going to bring that. Oh, okay. I've only read a couple chapters. Like, I'm not an expert here, but like the the preface seems to be pretty um, telling for what the entire theme of the book is. So should have read brought that so I could read some of it. But anyway, um, the <laughs> basis. I think some of the things I can remember, like. Um, being hospitable, like so, one thing she mentions is like intentionally leaving chunks of her day or a chunk of her day open, um, for God to do work or for for God to have space to do something, which is super countercultural to like North America, um, because we love to plan our day and to plan our activities and fill our day with things, and so she has time in her day, whether I don't know if it's an hour or three hours or whatever, but where she just leaves it open because then it, there's space for God to allow her to be hospitable or to do something or for her to work in her family's life. Um it's like she mentions other things like like getting up in the morning and like pre making pots of soup and rice for the week um for people who may need meals. So she has things that are ready. Um, <clears throat> talking about things like her husband blowing up an air mattress every once in a like a few times a week for people who need a bed somewhere to sleep. Um, so that's like, you know, these are like the, I don't know, scratching the surface kind of pieces of it. Um, going a bit deeper, she talks about things like, so this is where kind of I was hoping to go. was like, <clears throat> I think we, probably some of us um, who've grown up in the church, especially know some of the idea of like how to be hospitable, Um, To the people that we know, or to people that we're comfortable with, um, or to people in our church that we don't know, but that still is like someone we're comfortable with. But how do we be like hospitality is about being hospitable to the person that you don't know and that you're not comfortable with as well. Um, Classic example is like the like the homeless person or the drug addicts or whatever like need a a place to be or need a meal or. Need somewhere to sleep, and are you offering that to them, right? And that's that goes along with many stories in the Bible, Good Samaritan <clears throat> being one of them, right? But um, are we doing that? Like, it's, I mean, she has a, one story right off the bat, so, <coughs> talking about doing something similar to that. Um, another aspect of it, she talks about um, how hospitality is not just about the host, but also about being the guest. Um, so one piece of that would be like, are you being vulnerable enough to like allow yourself to be the guest, to like be cared for, to be, to allow someone else to be the host for you? Um, and then when you are the guest, like it's not just a one way street, like it's not just someone serving you, um, food. Like if you come over for dinner, she talks about like if my dishes aren't clean or I have laundry to fold or my kids need help with homework, that you're like, you're jumping in and you're helping with some of those things. Um, as a guest and you're going to come and have dinner at my house and stay. you're going to help with those things too. And it's like a two way street. So yeah. again, I like some of this stuff. I'm kind of like, this sounds like this woman's made this in her entire life. And like, she's diving a little too deep for me into this, but at the same time I can't say any of it. it's like, it's none of it is like against what the Bible teaches. <laughs>
0: No, and it's <clears throat> it sounds like it's it's become a very much a part of her spiritual practice. Yes, and it sounds like someone who is like uber gifted in this this gift. Like mm. there's a spiritual gift of hospitality, right? According according to some of the gifts that you will read in the New Testament and the Old Testament, that cer- certain people were gifted to just receive other people, to be uh, a host or a guest. Uh, guest services i don't know what you sure. call it but so there's some interesting thoughts coming out of this for me
1: yeah like and i don't want to like <clears throat> sit here and harp on the things i can remember from some lady's book and right that's not the point of this the point of it is just, it's just like let's use that as like a uh, grounding for some discussion um kind of go from there like Cause even like Sharon Paisley, who I would consider to be a very hospitable woman was like, this one's too crazy for me sometimes. So <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, um, yeah, again, some of it's just like her personal giftings and preference or passion. Right. And that's okay too. Um, well, if I have you
0: over to my house as a guest, I don't ex- like, if you want to help me with the dishes afterwards, cause we're doing dishes fine, but I don't expect you to come in and start folding my underwear.
1: No, I agree you know, with that. Matching
0: yeah. socks that are sitting in the dryer, like, uh, dude, just yeah. How about you have a seat on the couch? Right. <laughs> There's a reason I put that away.
1: But at the same time, so like, I guess uh, maybe a better example would be like, you know, have we've allowed someone to stay in in one of the houses here at camp before, because um, they needed a place to stay? Um, maybe we expect them to you know take care of the the lawn or the driveway when it's snowy or some of these other little things, right? Like, it's not just, like, a fully, like, a freebie or a freeload. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess that's kind of, like, the thought behind it.
0: Yeah, but there's a, there is that invitation to them to just come and be
1: here. I, sorry, so the, and the expectation isn't coming from the host about that, though. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'll let you come stay. I'll let you come. You can come over for dinner, but I'm expecting this from you. It's like when we're the guests, though, that we can offer something as well, like we, like hospitality isn't just something that comes from the host. Hospitality comes from the guest as well. Right.
0: And there's, there's grace in receiving their gift. Right. In return. Right.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't know. The other thing that like
1: uh, was interesting to me was like this whole idea of like, <clears throat> I think, I don't even know if she actually said it. I think I kind of just came and thought of it, but like <clears throat> when you're the, like, when you are the guest, like. Are you? Are we allowing ourselves to be the guest, first of all? Like, we have people over because they're our friends. But, like, one, one thing that struck me is, like, oh, yeah, I don't really have, like, random people over. I don't really have strangers over. I don't really have people over who are in need. Like, up front here, like, I'm not a very hospitable person when I look at, like, the def- definition I've laid out here from this book. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but at the same time, then, it's like, and not to say this is the case, but, like, have I ever been, um, has there been times in my life when I would have needed that but I didn't show other people so I didn't give people the chance to be hospitable and are we giving people the chance to be hospitable I guess right like that's also I think this like a huge cultural point of discussion or issue like that it's kind of like creates this like snowball effect right of like hmm we're not that hospitable or we don't want to show it because of pride so then we're less hospitable and then we show it less and then you know what I mean like and at some point, I think that has to break. <clears throat> and then, too, like, I think we've kind of blurred the line on, like, what hospitality looks like versus um, being, like, a good host. And I think, so, like, I don't, everyone I, does this. I'm not sure this. what you mean. So, I, I don't know, all the homes I've been in and growing up in are, like, <laughs> my friends. Everyone does this. We're like, you're going to have company over for dinner for a night. You clean up. Right? You got to make your house look perfect. You don't want to make it look like someone's living there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. that's yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you're putting everything away, like, you're making it look tidy. And part of that is like, I don't know, there's a balance there of like having a clean home is obviously nice and like important to be clean. But at the same time, there's like life is a thing and you don't have to make your house look like life doesn't exist. And so, how much of, of our hospitality, focus has been based on like people's perception of us not the actual like actor what's happening there like the content but it's about like what it looks like that makes sense i don't know
0: yeah it does make sense i also
1: think there's a piece of discussion here about like social media and like how much of it and our in our hospitality is just about like getting that instagram post so we can just put it online and show that we're hospitable Wow.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. It's like, to me, hospitality, um, yeah, I, I guess I hadn't even thought of that. We are, are, as a family, we try and have an open door. Mm. And, and that means you can come in anytime. Mm. You're welcome to be at our place.
1: Right.
0: Doesn't mean we're going to clean up, and it doesn't mean you're not going to end up in the chaos. <clears throat> right. But if we are planning an event, well, then Julia wants it clean. Right. Right, because it's an event, and we're gonna create, we're gonna create dishes, we're gonna make a mess. So yeah. let's have it clean before the mess begins. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that the mess isn't gonna overtake us as we go through the event. Um, it's a birthday party, or it's it's a celebration, or it's a barbecue, or it's mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's a campfire.
1: Then it just is. So in my experience, especially with people around my age or younger, that second thing is like the main and or only way that we are hospitable and we've gone really far down that path point where it's not actually hospitality it's like almost equivalent to hotel hospitality
0: that there's an event you that, mean
1: that like it's always about it's always around an event there's always like a it's transactional there's always like do you know what i mean like it, there's a I do know social media um, clout or it's like whatever um, <clears throat> that yeah we've gone too far on the path of like of event-driven hospitality.
0: Yeah, so I grew up, and our family would just drop in on people. Right. And, and, and nobody drops in on anybody anymore. No,
1: that's not really a thing.
0: And, and to me, it was just like, there was a culture for my parents, and then for us as a family, that you just, that's hospitality. Like, you show up, and people will care for you, and if people show up, you just care for them. And it's, it's, it's just, that's the mm-hmm. way it is. There's an open-door policy. So I've kind of always had that. Julia and I have always had that in our home. But you're right. It's not common. And people are like, oh, you're just here.
1: <laughs> yeah. And <coughs> I mean, I definitely had to, had some friends growing up that were like, houses were like that. It was just a place that everyone just landed and just would show up. And the parents didn't care who walked in the door. Um, my house was certainly never that place. I don't mind when people just show up, and there definitely are some people who feel welcome to just show up in my house, and that's great. I've never felt super comfortable just walking into most people's homes. Like, <laughs> like I don't know, because there is this element of like what do you you don't know what you're walking into. Like sometimes you aren't welcome. Do you know what I mean? But like then there's like what is that not biblical though, to sometimes not be welcome? Like, like what if what if, like, I'm having a spat with my spouse? Like, that's not really a great time for someone to come over, right? <laughs> but right. is that, but is that secondary to whatever their need is? Is that what the Bible says, or like, I don't know, like, what if, or what, if, if, there's... what if there's a need in my house? Like, what if something that needs to be taken care of? It's my kids, or it's like whatever. That there's a need that we're dealing with then, and someone just wants to walk in, have dinner there. Like, is that like which one's more important? Are they equally important, or? I don't. This is where I'm. This is where I'm kind of getting at with this. Like, I don't understand how far down this like extreme hospitality is like actually like legit, or how much of it is like, well, I didn't really mean that. Like, no, obviously there's room for logic in here, or, or you should just always be hospitable no matter what.
0: I don't know. I think it's a sense that if you show up at my place and we're on our way out, I'm going to tell you we're on our way out. I'm I'm glad you came. If you want to stay and and have a hamburger, great. The barbecue's there, but we're leaving. We have to go and we have an obligation somewhere right. else. Or, you know, your timing's just off. Is there a way we could re, you know, redo this later? Or can you come by tomorrow? Or how, like, I don't think there's <coughs> anything wrong in doing that. And part of that is being family.
1: Right. Like, but I feel like a lot of the, like the, what you're thinking about through here, when you're saying that is like, if they're always like just kind of like for fun instances, or they're like like people aren't stopping by because they need it, right do you know what I mean like correct you're it's easy to tell somebody, oh like sorry, come back in an hour or tomorrow or bad timing when like they just wanted to come over for a drink or to have, right they were like, just a snack in, in the area, and they what, stopped by you know what I mean that that's but that's like the lightest version of hospitality that I'm kind of like thinking of here, and like the part that I think we mostly do a little bit of um. Or right. like we do, but it's the it's everything beyond that that we're not doing, and that that's the parts where I'm like, what about the guy who like lives around the corner that you barely talk to and who shows up one day, and that's bad timing. Then what?
2: Yeah, I think then you have to care for that person. That's interesting.
0: Like I would, <clears throat> right? I think if like if you're here and God's brought you here in this moment then there's something that needs to be dealt with and it's beyond me and my trivial fight or whatever disagreement it is because it's not really life-shaking but if somebody's come and they're shaken then it's
2: that's important so then i guess furthermore
1: like that's not happening to me in my life. <laughs> I don't know if other people are getting strangers showing up at their door looking for hospitality, not happening to me. Um, so should it be happening to us? If it's not happening is it because we're not showing it properly. Like we're not showing that we'd be willing. Um, or, and like, I don't know, I guess I'm wondering like if we, if we are truly willing or like we're open to that, then like, will it happen for sure? And I guess, so yeah, then if it isn't happening, are we not doing something right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think there should be an openness in our lives. I think we have our lives scheduled beyond belief.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: We are like, go, go, go. And and, and there's seasons where it's like chaos. I get that. Like, that's going to happen. But we need to have margin built into our lives for the ones we love. And for the places where God is moving, both, I think are really important. One, we need margin for the people we love. We need to, I don't know, you know, contact our mom and just say, hey, thanks for being my mom. Right. Because, yeah, because she is. And I'm not here without her and my dad. Thanks for being my dad. Mm. You know? We've had our good times and our bad times, but you've always been my dad and you're always going to be. So we need to have margin for those people, our, you know, family, friends, siblings, that that they can have that freedom to just be there uh, in their need or in their, their times of celebration even. And we don't do this well either. You're talking about needs, but people don't just show up with a bottle of wine and say, guess what? I got a promotion today. Celebrate with me. Right. I found my lost coin. I found my lost sheep. My sheep was lost and I found it. Come celebrate with me. Why don't we do that? Like that's hospitality too.
1: Like. Yeah. Well, we don't, we only celebrate for events, right?
0: Events. But it's those little things like, Hey, this, this great thing happened in my life. Come celebrate with me. Or I showed up, you know, just because. And, uh, And I think that's hospitality in a very Christian way too. That we, like Jesus tells stories of people just celebrating together. And Paul writes his letters and he said, oh, make sure you say hi to this person and care for this person because they meant so much to me and they need to be celebrated. And he says that in his letters and we don't do that. And and I wonder, you know, there was an element of that. In the Old Testament, like, someone would show up, you know, my, my great-great-great-great-grandfather was brothers with your great-great-great-great-grandfather. Was like, oh, wow, welcome. Come on in. This is great. I'm glad you're here from 200 miles away on your camel. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then they just made them family, and that was it. And we don't do that. We don't practice that craziness. What would you do if some distant cousin showed up? You're like, are you even family? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Who cares if you're family? Come on in and we'll figure that out in the morning (laughs) or tomorrow or whatever. Mm -hmm. There was also a sense too. So celebration, but need, like I read about the Acts 2 church where they, they, they sold everything. They gathered daily to eat together. Yeah. There was, there was a sense of community. Their widows had need. They cared for them. They, they sold possessions so that people could eat. Right? I'm going to sell, sell this car and buy a cheaper car so that we both can have a car. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, you have a need and I have a need, but let, my need can meet both our needs. Let's do that. We're not doing that in our culture. It's my stuff and your stuff. It's my castle, your castle. And if I'm not invited into your castle, I'm not going to invade it. And there's this real separation that's taken place. Hmm. So I think there is a need not just for us to be caring for each other's needs, but also open to those celebration moments. I think we need to be looking for opportunities to care for each other's needs. Yeah. That we haven't often done.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, on this cool little thing on sure the bad guest <laughs> is the way it's worded on this this site, I just want to read this little paragraph, but what about the bad guest? Doesn't hospitality leave us open to exploitation right sometimes we think oh that might not be safe for my family or I don't want that person not safe to me in my home um And don't good guests have an obligation to be grateful? Our worries about good hosts and bad guests depend on whether we see ourselves as the hosts or the guests. Practice hospitality because God practiced hospitality. God invited us humans into this earth, God created. And we were and are bad guests. We messed up the Garden of Eden and we continue to treat each other poorly. We don't show gratitude to God. Yet God keeps offering us hospitality. The only way that we can ask about the bad guest is if we see ourselves as only being the good host. That is, if we forget that we are the ungrateful guests at God's table. I thought that was kind of cool, like, pretty humbling. <laughs> it's pretty easy to, like, <clears throat> for lack of a better word, like, look down at certain people in their other situation. Um, and it's like it's tough because it's not like the concerns aren't valid. Yeah, there I can easily drum up situations that we would feel unsafe or it would seem like a bad idea. But I guess, like at the end of the day, take the precautions you need to. I guess, but it's the Bible saying like, we're, like we are those people. Like all of us are that person to yeah. God, um, and He's taking us in every day. So. Maybe, yeah. it, maybe it's not something you're ready to do right away, but like at the very least that's what you're striving for is to be ready to pull that, to get that, like to allow that person into your home, because that's what God's doing for us every day.
0: That's the question. <clears throat> who's my neighbor, right? Yeah. How do I love my neighbor? Well, who's my neighbor? And then if I really love my neighbor in that way, even though they're a stranger, even though they're racially different, even though they're economically different, even though they are socially different, They present Mm -hmm. themselves in a way that I don't agree with. They're still my neighbor and I need to love them and care for them and meet their needs. And that's a really, really tough thing in -hmm. our culture because we want black and white. We want it clear cut. We want it set safe, right? Everybody wants to be safe now. We don't want to take risks that could jeopardize, maybe not me, but at least my children need to be protected, right? right? Like. Well, I, I, I would do this if I didn't have kids in the house or in the car. That's right. Right? I'm not going to pick up that hitchhiker. Why not? They seem to be in need. Well, I have kids in the car.
1: But hitchhiking, hitchhiking is illegal.
0: I know. So then there, must be, there <laughs> must be a desperate need if that's why they're on the side of the road.
1: Well, that's an interesting topic then.
0: Should right? You, should the, you
1: pick, pick up the hitchhiker?
0: If they're looking for a ride, they, they must have a need.
1: But you're breaking the law.
0: Uh, if I can see their car's broken down. <laughs>
1: it's, uh, that's an interesting one, though, right? Like, that's one of those... Uh, well, I mean, it's not quite as, as bad as, like, steal your bread, s- steal the bread so your family doesn't go hungry thing. But, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you oh. break the law to do good? Is that always the right thing? Bible does oh. say to obey the law.
2: Um,
0: I don't think that's where this conversation is. It's just funny. You brought it up. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't know. You wouldn't steal bread, but you have no problem breaking the speed limit. They're both laws.
1: Wow. <sighs> different types of law, but They're yeah. They're both laws.
0: They both have consequences.
1: Uh, well, criminal versus road is a little different, but yeah. I guess hitchhiking isn't really a criminal... Oh, I don't actually know. I don't
0: know. I I have no idea. I'm But it's legal in some countries. So that's off. why
1: it's confusing. Yeah, we're completely off Sorry. rails here. All right. Well. Anyway,
0: <laughs> I think there is something and I often go back to like the good Samaritan is a great place to go for that question of of love and who's my mm-hmm. neighbor. But hospitality is even deeper than that. It's, it's caring for the one who has need and mm. even caring for the one who has no needs. Like yeah. the stranger and the guest, the, the loved one and, and, the, and the new person. And I think we've tried to practice that here at camp. Um, at least in my time, we've tried to practice that with openness. We invite um, pastors and people in ministry to come and use the camp as a day retreat if they need a space to get away and and pl- prep or plan or or for respite uh, to sleep and to to pray, uh, we've tried doing to have a home for people that need a home. Mm. Uh, we've tried to make it in a way that uh, that we can just welcome people in. Now we have certain limits, and COVID hasn't helped that, where it's really even limited the number of staff we can have in the summer or the number of campers we can have in the summer. But even in that, our ministry is hospitality. How do, we, how do we feed you well? Not just what we need to, yeah. but how do we do this well? And how do we care for our, our, our home well, so that our neighbors are blessed to be here with us? Mm-hmm. And how can we bless them from our overflow? and, Yeah, that, that whole concept. Interesting part is, how do you receive it well? Yeah. <coughs> That's sure. a really interesting thought that you brought up because I don't think we practice receiving gifts well.
1: No, not really.
0: Right. If somebody, like we fight over who, whose turn is it to pay? Like, who cares? Let me just pay
2: for you. Just receive it. Right. Yeah. What are you thinking? You're looking up something there. I was
1: just reading some more stuff. Um, Talking about, like, hospitality is treating an outsider like they're an insider. Um, <clears throat> so treating strangers as part of the community, and we owe them the same obligations that we owe our friends. Interesting. Um, and there's lots of examples. You can think of that. One they had here was talking about, like, um, how you would they would treat, like, a homeless couple that shows up for a food bank thing at a church versus um twenty five year old bass player who grew up in the church. Well one hand the the twenty five year old who grew up in the church is gonna be asked to be part of the, the praise band and they're gonna be like um recruited for that and all kinds of other things and they're gonna be you know, given opportunities and there's gonna be like certain things towards them. And I guess it's just saying like the person we're practicing hospitality towards should be the same, even if it's a stranger. We should be doing the exact same stuff, right? Really interesting because we definitely don't do that. Um, it also talks about, like, <clears throat> out, like, quote unquote, outsiders. Um, they measure warmth by hospitality, um, by the degree to which insiders treat outsiders like they belong kind of interesting like and so it talks about like how in some degree and not like full assimilation but to some degree hospitality must adapt um to the experience of the outsider right and so like and like we definitely do this in some level like if i'm having somebody over who doesn't drink i'm not going to offer them a beer or probably even have one (laughs) right it's things like that like if someone is coming over who's a vegetarian, at the very least you're probably gonna have a vegetarian option, or not have as much meat or whatever, right? Like, <laughs> so it's the little things like that, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. I think it's a good reminder too that like hospitality as like a theme, or hospitality as like a um, thing, is the one of the usually one of the first experiences that like. A non-Christian might have with Christians or with the church, and that hospitality is a big part of evangelism, and it used to be a huge part of evangelism. And I think it's dying off, but I think it should be a big part of evangelism.
0: I think every event should have food.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I, like, I
0: think every event should have food and drinks, and <laughs> and and because. It's just, just it's just warm. It, it warm. It's warm. <laughs> yeah. It's welcoming. It it makes it you want to be there. Yeah. It, it's like I don't I don't know. Just have pizza. Have have uh, ten bags of chips available yeah. so that it's ready and and when something happens it, it it's easy to have that uh, event flow.
1: When we we interview tons of fifteen year olds to be camp counselors for the first time, and we have to you know, talk to a bunch of them all at once to throw a box of Timbits in the middle. It's amazing how much that can like change that interaction.
0: Oh yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it makes a big difference. Have have a box of cookies.
1: Something to take like the awkwardness out of the room or cut through that or to like have in common or whatever. Like it's, it's kind of cool. Like much. But this, this is a
0: really interesting concept. So when you're talking about this outsider person and place and, and you're, Dealing with it in a very personal way mm. in your conversation right now. Yeah. But it's a really interesting thought on a corporate level. Yeah. Who's in and who's out. And how do we welcome the stranger? Yeah. And it's different when we're running program here at camp, maybe. But the evenings, how are we welcoming strangers? Somebody shows up, how do we deal with them? And do they feel welcome even if they're not wanted. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like are they welcomed (laughs) in even if they're not really supposed to be here? Uh, Our churches, our events, those places that are supposed to be welcoming, how welcoming are they? And and you go back to this couple that shows up for the food bank at your church versus the kid who's grown up and played guitar on the worship band and, and the opportunities they're given. And then let's let's put a whole new spin on this. What about the family that moves in from out of town?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How welcome are they? Right. They're not there for a need. They're just trying to come to church on Sunday. Well, how quickly are we welcoming them into the cult- culture, into mm. the place, into the, the family that is my church or my uh, club or my event? And that seems to be a place where I think our hospitality really breaks down in our, our, churches in yeah. our organizations in our places that we have you know
1: we just yeah. don't know these
0: people and are we giving them the f- uh, the fair chance are we giving them the same opportunities are we inviting them to be just as involved hmm. so yeah we we can sit here and point fingers at like oh it's very obvious that we're just helping these people but this young man or this young girl over here who's saying all these years in the choir we really want to see her succeed Mm. but then what about the the outsiders the new people the um the kids in that grew up in the church but never were involved in the church how Mm. are we finding them and equipping them and engaging them and, and moving them to discipleship and that is our hospitality as well they need to feel like they're part of this family and welcomed here
1: yeah yeah it's like it's not just like, no matter what, the, where the person's coming from, like you said, whether they've grown up in the church, whether they're there from a food bank night, or whether they just moved into town, it's not like you figure that out, put them in a certain box, and deal with them a certain way, right? They all get afforded, 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 awarded, the same opportunities are... Afforded. Afforded. <laughs> like, the... Yeah, so, like, does a woman show up one week, randomly, nobody knows who they are, and is she being invited to the women's retreat that's next weekend? Or... No, probably not, right? Because that's for people who are in the church.
2: Yeah,
0: but why? Why but not? That's
1: dumb, right? And that's I'm not trying to like point fingers here or anything. Like I don't it's not
0: I know. It's the same it's thing. It's just
1: like that's like the type of thing that we're not like you know, what I mean, like the people at the food bank night, are we like finding out that this guy like has some musical talent and asking him to play on the worship team? Or are we Or
0: at least come and be with are the we rehearsal trying to group, connect them right? with
1: counselors and yep. set them up with this and this program and these like things that we've got for the people in need, right? Like They're in a certain spot, so we have to do this for them.
0: Right, so the challenge for you and I in our context or the people that are listening to us is how are they dealing with people in their workplace that are outsiders that they're uncomfortable with? Are you loving on that person? Right. How are you dealing with a family member that's hostile? How are you loving that person? Uh, In our context, how are we dealing with the CIT that's, That's different from us and our personalities. Their personality type is so different from us that we just don't seem to connect. How am I trying to make sure that that CIT is welcomed? Feels like they're, that that I'm treating them like a guest that I'm treating them like someone or the words I care for them, that that my house, that my camp, that my program is open to them. Mm. How am I caring for that person is the real challenge for hospitality. And you can see where it's a very much a message of the gospel is that we've been welcomed in, even though we were on the outside. Right. And go and do likewise. What you've received Uh. freely, go and give freely. And it is that message. And some people have a special gift for it. Just like some have a gift for leadership or evangelism, uh, for service or for um, teaching. Some have the gift that they just are welcoming people. Right. They just can... Whip up a meal and take it to somebody they know before there's even an
1: ask. And just because it's not our gift doesn't mean we can put it on the back burner.
0: But it's not something (laughs) we cannot. Yeah, that's right. We're all called at some point to teach and to lead and to serve and to give. Like Christ models all of these. So should we. That's discipleship. I'm going to grow to be like Christ. I'm going to grow in these ways. Some of us have that special gifting and it comes natural to us. And it's stronger in us, like than others, and we should use that because it's been a special gift to build the church. Man, we all have to practice this, and it's just like wow, we have lost this this practice. So it's um, I don't think we. It's really good that you're challenged by this because this is discipleship, Mm -hmm. right? Like, how are you growing to be like Jesus in your life and faith? And that requires this. Yeah. This muscle of hospitality to be exercised. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, I don't know that I really we answer anything here, but I think it was fun to discuss it.
0: So, how are you <laughs> practicing it? How, how have you I, been challenged to practice it?
1: I don't know. Still working on that. <clears throat>
0: so, I can show up anytime? Sure. Nice. I will. Your door is often <laughs> locked, though.
1: No, it's not. It's usually open. It's only locked if I haven't left the house yet for the oh, day.
0: That's why it's often locked on me. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was just me then. No, you're like no, it's, oh, it's always you open. To come in the morning, except when you're there.
1: Once <laughs> someone's left, it's unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like
0: Leah. Terry's coming over. Quick, lock the door.
1: Well, I he think just the, walks in. The main thing I've been challenged with <laughs> is the like, li- like literal neighborly stuff. Um, I've never been good with that. I've I just I've always been bad at like. I've always had enough people in my life. I never felt the need to, like, make more connections. So I'm always really bad at, like, making new friends or small talk I've never been a fan of. And so sometimes, like, we have one neighbor who's super nice, older guy, and he loves to chat and say hi to Beau. And we come home, and sometimes it's like, holy crap, leave me alone. I'm trying to get the groceries in the house. But, like, (laughs) that's not the best attitude to have. So...
2: Next time, pass him a bag that. of groceries. Like, yeah. here, carry this. Well,
1: he, I don't. Wouldn't want to stress him too hard physically. But anyway, no, he's. It's it's good. I gotta keep working on that. So that's probably the one area for now.
2: That's cool. That's cool. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: That's all I've got. So uh, no, that's a good conversation. Long, so
0: that's a good challenge. Been really looking at different spiritual disciplines in my life over the last year, mm-hmm. and, and reading different things on that, and. How do we grow in our discipleship? How am I growing as a disciple? How am I listening? And hospitality is a great one for um, for us to push into because it's not often talked about. It's not like when was the last sermon you heard on hospitality? That's what
1: you're saying I have it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or the last Bible study you did where you're like, hey, let's dig into what it means to really
1: care oh, for one yeah, another. Never. So yeah. Anyway,
0: uh, it's good. I'm glad you brought it up. It's excellent.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Any cultural <laughs> moments that you're looking at right now around us that we should be aware of that are impacting our faith?
1: <clears throat> um. Well, the chosen announced a Christmas episode or two or something. I don't know the details. I just had this random thought. Probably should have said it to you off the podcast first time. Anyway, here's our here, here goes. <laughs> okay. That maybe. <laughs> They're doing it in theaters. I doubt it'll be in Canada in theaters, but I'm sure it'll be like streamable not long after. So if that is all true, I'd wind up here. Um, we should do. It'd be showing. cool if we did like an yeah an event showing of that. Um, would we have food with people? I, I think we'd have to.
0: <laughs> yeah. After this conversation, <laughs> so whether
1: that's here or like at a like a woodside or a local church or something or whatever, um, that would be kind of neat. I think. That could be as simple as a counselor event and as big as a fundraising event. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Something
1: in between there. I don't. Anyway, that was a thought I had. So keep, uh, or at least a
0: place where we could bring our friends.
1: Keep an, an eye out for something We do an event with counselors like and friends yeah, and people. Know, something, something around sure. those lines, you know. Um. So yeah, we might do something about that.
0: Cool. It's uh, November. We have a celebration dinner coming up as a camp. It is Second, actually. actually. And, yep. uh, so that's coming up this month. If you're interested in coming out and hearing how camp's gone and, and what's been going on and see some cool videos, uh, that's this month it's free. It's online to register or send us an email. I wanted to mention a lot of our conversations, Zach, we're pushing into ideas and topics. Uh, if you're listening and you want to ask questions, please reach out to us. Mm. We, we want to engage you in conversation. We are happy to go out for a coffee and chat about things or to have that conversation in discord and, uh, or you can direct message us through discord and we can have a private conversation that way, or you can send us an email. But if you're listening and you want to engage with us, we want to be engaged in this conversation if there's something you want that you're seeing happening in our culture, you're thinking we should really discuss this as a, a community and that you're listening to. And you're like, I want something deeper on that. Bring that topic to our, our attention. Cause we'd love to, to dig into that too. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on in Afghanistan and how should we feel about this or what's happening in uh, Glasgow right now? And how much should we be dealing with that? And And how do we feel about what's happening there? Or even in, in Canada or Ontario, there's an election coming up in the new year. And how do we feel about all this? Anyways, I just wanted to put that out there, you know, share this with your friends. I I guess most people say that share, follow online, but we never really do. I don't know. But yeah, we're happy if you want to share our conversations with people that you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, just thought I'd say that. I think so. Hey, that's it for this week. Thanks. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Have a good meal with a friend.